Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. In the time of COVID-19, some people are feeling isolated and disconnected, and while I can understand how and why that is, I find I keep making more wonderful friends all the time. That's what today's Song of the Soul is to me, a wonderful new friend called Robin Lee Garber. Robin Lee grew up in the East, meandered around the country for both education and exploring her vocation, eventually settling in Chicago as the home where she really belongs. Rooted in the folk and singer-songwriter traditions, she also has a taproot drawing deeply from the blues, jazz, and torch songs veins of music. In addition to her years creating art, she's found vocation as a clinical art therapist, which, combined with meditation, healing work, music, and cooking, provides balance and fulfillment. Having spent some time getting to know her already, I promise you there will be a number of exquisite bonus excerpts from our interview that will not fit in this broadcast. So check all of them out at northernspiritradio.org. Robin Lee Garber joins us via Zoom from Chicago, Illinois. Robin Lee, it is so absolutely wonderful to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you for having me. And you're down in Chicago now, but I understand you grew up in the Philly area. What was it like there, and why did you come to Chicago? Is this just a case of, go west, young woman, go west? I used to say that quite a bit, actually. But I really feel like my temperament is better suited for Chicago and the Midwest. I've lived all over the United States. I even lived in Canada for a little bit. You know, like the song says, each time I roam, Chicago keeps calling me home. The first time I came here as a young woman, I was visiting a a roommate from college and I was living in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I took the train from Ann Arbor to Union Station and I got off the train and I just had this overwhelming feeling of, I really like it here. There was something about the energy and I had lived all over the place. I was in Seattle, I was in Santa Fe, I was in Philadelphia, I was in New York. And I just had this overwhelming feeling of, I love this place. And then when we got on the L to go to her apartment up on the north side, and I, you know, you're riding along all the rooftops and you're seeing, and it was July, which is like the best month to visit Chicago. I just fell in love with the city. At the time, I was, I was working in Ann Arbor, Michigan for the university up there. And then I decided I want to go to graduate school. And I picked University of Illinois at Chicago, the Circle Campus. They don't call it that anymore because there's no more circle. But I jumped at the opportunity. I had a full scholarship there for their uh, clinical art therapy program. And uh, the rest is history. I, I moved here in the early 90s, and I had a short stint away and came back in 1998. 
and I love it here. I love Chicago so much. You already mentioned your clinical art therapy decree that you went for, as you said, later in life. When did you become a performer? When did that happen? At what age? So really, it wasn't until, I would say, my late 30s. I had a colleague whose mom came to the unit where I was working. It was an Alzheimer's unit. She said to me, I want you to be my mom's clinical therapist. And I was sort of like the head clinical therapist of this Alzheimer's unit. Well, I thought my friend was power of attorney for healthcare. And that was not the case. It was her little brother, who's like 10 years younger, who I didn't like him on the phone. I thought he was the biggest jerk. And I think I told him that later on. We ended up becoming great friends after that. But he was a singer-songwriter in Chicago and was connected with the Old Town School of Folk Music. And I was singing to the patients at the time. I was doing music and art therapy. My colleague, my friend said to me, oh, you're going to love my little brother, Brad. So Brad sort of saunters on the unit as the power of attorney for healthcare. He said to me that he ran this thing called Acoustic Circus that was at the Elbow Room, a famous place in Chicago. And I should come check it out sometime. So um, I was married. I went with my spouse. And there weren't that many people there for the show. And he looked at me, you know, mid-set, and he said, Robin Lee, he said, you play, right? You should come up here and play. And I'm like, should I now? And he's like, yeah, you, you should. And I looked at my spouse, and I'm like, okay. And I had written some songs. I've always written stuff. So I got up, and I started playing. I was doing some jazz standards. I played, you know, original song or two. And I was like, did I pass the audition? And he's, he comes over to me, and he's like, He's like, you have chops. And I'm like, nobody had ever said that to me before, like specifically. I had heard that from people I played with when I used to do drug and alcohol rehab. They're like, you're really good, you know, but these are patients, you know. I'm like, you're just being nice. You're detoxing, you know, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you with your, you know, your heroin addiction. And I'm glad you like playing in my group. And that's cool. You know, we'll jam for a little bit. But um, no, it was like that moment. And then he started asking me if I would sing harmony with him, which I had such a good time singing with him. I found that we actually sounded really good together. And I've always had a natural ear for harmony. We started singing and little by little, I was like, I'm going to do a gig this weekend, honey. <laughs> and my spouse was like, I don't see you anymore. And I'm like, sure you do. I come home every night. <laughs> so yeah, I, that all started in like my late 30s, early 40s. So I started playing out more. I'm thinking that people have an idea who Robin Lee Garber is now. How about cementing that knowledge with your first song for your Song of the Soul? What do you want to share? Why don't we start with the song from my Resilience album, uh, Road to Paradise. That song isn't necessarily biographical. The time when I was writing that album, I was working with older adults. I was writing around the 2008 time where people were losing their jobs, you know, stock market crash. And I had a lot of people coming in reevaluating their life. That song was written with somebody in mind who was sort of reevaluating their life and trying to get back what their initial passion was. So, Road to Paradise. By Robin Lee Garber. She asked what time is it Fifteen years later I want to make some changes I want to talk to strangers The 
world seems so much different if you turn it upside down. And that's what she means to do so that everything she lost gets found. Gets found on the road. Free parking overnight at the best one-star hotels. You can't expect to buy pistols, 'cause your life ain't rock and roll. But if sung just right, honey, every story sells. One, I'll get you paid. She's led to work again. This day job's always in the way. It's hard to make a decision when things move from bad to worse. Times a bike without a kickstand that's got every option but reverse. But reverse. The right price makes you more brave and less afraid. It takes a lot of nerve, letting dreams defend your reasons when what seems logical to some, to others gets lost in translation. By the coffee pot, she left a note. Just a few short lines was all it spoke. Printed out in Comic Sans. Sorry, baby, married Peter Pan. Peter Pan. On the road to paradise, you'll be sleeping with distractions. Today for Song of the Soul, we're traveling the Road to Paradise with Robin Lee Garber. That song, Road to Paradise, is from her Resilience album, 
We'll have a link to RobinLeeGarberMusic.com, her website, on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. You can track her down and find her two regular albums, but we've got a special treat today for you in that, and I I don't know if this is because of COVID-19 or whatever, but Robin Lee, you've been creating a lot of music, I think, that is not yet released and not on a CD or any other medium. But maybe, you, for all I know, you have shelves and shelves of songs that you've never released. Road to Paradise, though, what's Paradise mean to you? And have you been traveling on the Road to Paradise steadily? I mean, you mentioned the marriage, which I take you're no longer in. Was that part of your Road to Paradise? And was the clinical art therapy training and job? Hopefully that's part of your Road to Paradise Has it really been true that you've been going in that direction that you would identify as the road to paradise? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would. You know, paradise is doing art and music, not just in a clinical setting, but also just out in the world, using art and music to create connection and healing for everybody. Whether, you know, you don't have to be my mental health patient. You can, I really want to be able to reach everybody that I can with my message. To me, it's not either or, it's both. Well then, why don't you go ahead and heal us with another song? I think you can do that, right? (laughs) Yes. I'm going to say, let's do Be the Change. I say, Be the Change. Waking up in the morning and deciding that you're going to continue to be of service. And for me, that means doing art and music and finding ways to put good things out in the world. Well, let's let Robin Lee Garber into our hearts with a song that she's just recording at home called Be the Change. And she's here today for Song of the Soul. Here is Be the Change. I brought a knife to a gunfight. I thought that justice would prevail I thought they'd recognize a phony And that the system wouldn't fail Maybe all that's good will come together And the road will find its own way home But I don't want to sit here waiting For others to fix what went so wrong Be the change I want to see Let the mirror reflect Who I want to be Not a different But a better What's wrong with sensible compassion? What's it gonna take to inspire? What are the answers to these questions? Is this the way to fight fire with fire? Maybe we don't have to think the same way. See our vulnerability as strength. Celebrate our love. Life and freedom We're not broken No Just bent 
You're with us today for Song of the Soul, which is Northern Spirit Radio production, website, Northern Spirit Radio, that's three words, then dot org. So on northernspiritradio.org, you'll find the link to robinleegarbermusic.com and all of our guests of the last 15 years for both Spirit in Action and Song of the Soul. On the website, by the way, we'd really like it if you would go and comment on our programs and rate them. So when you finish listening, for example, to Robin Lee Garber, you can say, wow, she's an incredible talent. And she is the best because she comes from the East Coast, but because she lives in Chicago now, she's modest and so has adapted to her new homeland. So please do comment and rate the programs. And also remember that there's a donate button, which is how this full-time work is supported. And especially make sure you help your local community radio station and your other people-powered local media. It's so important to have ways of getting our voices out there that are not controlled by either government or corporations, but that are controlled by people like you, deeply immersed in the passions of the people. And so please support that local community radio station and help Northern Spirit Radio if you can. And right away, we'll go back to Robin Lee Garber, who's just sung Be the Change. You did this, Robin Lee, at home, and you've been doing a whole lot of recording at home for the past few months when coronavirus has kept us there. 
I was asked to make a video and write a song by the hospital where I work. I also enjoy taking classes, being part of a songwriters group at Old Town School of Folk Music. And so once a week, I had to have a song written for my songwriting group. Also, because I work at a hospital, I have been very conscientious of not being out in public. The only time I leave the house is either to go to the hospital or to make a quick run to the grocery store. I was asked to write a song. I'm not in the med surge hospital. I'm in a psychiatric facility. We're kind of the unsung heroes, to be quite honest. Everybody talks about like the COVID units and people who are on respirators and things like that. What I have been seeing for the last three months is the fallout from people doing social isolating You know, a lot of what's going on right now in people's homes is pretty serious in terms of its impact on mental health and substance abuse and domestic violence issues and things like that. And so all that energy is very concentrated. It's been coming into my line of work. And so all of us who are working in mental health right now, I mean, we're dealing with our own stressors of having to quarantine and social distance. And so we're coming to work and wearing masks and scrubs. I've never had to wear scrubs ever in my life. Usually I'd come in and, you know, wear bright, colorful clothing for my elderly population. Now I'm just wearing scrubs and I have a mask. People think I'm a doctor, which my mother loves, by the way. But I just, it's, it's so stressful. And all of us kind of talk about like, We did not have the face shields initially. They always gave us masks and things like that. But, you know, in many instances, we were very vulnerable from the start. We still are. So I wrote a theme song. And they asked me, they said, we're doing a slideshow. We're taking pictures. And the theme is smiling eyes. Because, you know, when you wear your mask, you can't see a person's face. You can only see their eyes. And when you're working in psych... And your therapist comes in and you're like, hi, nobody can read your expressions. So we talked a lot about like being more expressive with our eyes. So the song is called Smiling Eyes. I recorded that in my house, my apartment. So Robin Lee Garber is going to share now her anthem for the hospital frontline workers. It's called Smiling Eyes. Wake up before the sun With a plan to help someone No excuses No regrets Nobody sees you take the hits In a fight that always seems so fixed You insist to give your very best And you heal me I heal you With our smiling eyes We'll make it through your turn You heal me I'll heal you With our smiling eyes We'll make it through Gamble to be sure, working hard to find a cure. Take a deep breath, I wanna hear you talk. Six feet away, and we can see so many people reaching out in need. 
we'll do what it takes and walk that walk and you heal me I'll heal you with a smiling eyes we'll make it through With a smiling eyes, we'll make it through. Put our masks on every day, social distance just to say, every one of us here matters. days have passed we can all lean in and laugh with a grin we stayed strong in the shadows yeah we stayed strong now and you heal me and I healed you with a smiling eyes we'll make it through smiling eyes that I have in front of me right now are those of Robin Lee Garber. Her song, Smiling Eyes, was written for the hospital where she works as a clinical art therapist, and she's all about communicating healing for the world through, obviously, her eyes, her lips, through her entire life. Or am I just putting too much of a burden on you, Robin Lee? (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, you're working on the salvation of the world with your entire body, right? The (laughs) healing of the entire world. Go for it. (laughs) I'm in good shape. I'm up for it, man. I'm up for the task. I like to talk to people a lot about just healthy lifestyle choices as well. The other thing that I've been doing during this whole COVID social distancing stay-at-home thing is cook, which I normally cook anyway, but... Being home all day, I've been just flexing my love of culinary skills even more. I love to cook these lavish vegan feasts. Really good stuff, I have to say. If you check out my Facebook site. 
<laughs> well, have you been a vegan for a long time? I was raised vegetarian. I became a vegetarian when I was like 11. There's something about eating animals that just seem wrong. I started to dabble with veganism in my 20s because I was interested in, you know, not exploiting animals at all. And then I would say in my 30s, I started to learn more about what was happening on dairy farms. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was nine. And from the medications that they had given me, I started to develop gastric problems. So I, I ended up having um, ulcerative colitis. It's progressive, very painful. And the medication was very expensive. And I discovered through my brother, who's a food scientist and an MD, that by giving up dairy and also oil and sugar and nuts and avocado, all these high fatty foods, I learned how to cook differently. And going plant-based, not only vegan, but plant-based has really helped me out tremendously. I'm off all medication and I have very few flare-ups. And so it's, it's a lifestyle for me now. And so you probably ended up writing a song about it. I did. <laughs> yes, this song came out of just an ongoing conversation on the vegan sites on Facebook where, you know, you'll find a predominantly large number of vegans or women. I'm telling you, men out there, if you want to meet a woman, become vegan because women who are vegan are looking for vegan guys. And you will have a much better chance with a vegan girl if you are vegan or a woman vegan yourself. So there's a, an inordinate amount of women on these vegan chat rooms and they all complain about that. Yes. So. <laughs> but back to the song you're introducing. It's called? Loving Your Mama. It's got a lot of innuendos. Well, folks, you really should get ready for a completely wonderful, audacious, bodacious, insatiable, I, I don't know. It, I'm obviously thrashing about here looking for sufficient adjectives to invite you into this wonderful song. I love the humor, the insight, the playfulness, and the music involved in Loving Your Mama, A Vegan Love Story by Robin Lee Garber. I was all by myself in the produce aisle When I looked up, I saw him smile He said, girl, you got some fine little screen-colored hair I said, you know, it's not polite to stare He said, once more, I like your style Your hemp-woven back shows you're not in denial Honey, there is a revolution at birth yeah, I'm talking about saving our Mother Earth. Oh, hang out with me if you wanna. Cause I'm all about loving Mama. Loving Mama. Loving Mama. Well, I didn't know just what to say. When I looked at his groceries, I whispered, no way. Bunches of kale in a shopping cart Five boxes of tofu They still my heart I asked, where do you stand on GMOs and wheat? He said, I buy organic I eat gluten-free I live with two cats And my dog is a rescue And I want a woman With your point of view Oh, there's also my Five-foot iguana Cause I'm all about loving my 
discussing the evils of plastic and water pollution from factory farms. And we laughed at the concept of ethical meat. And we cried about the way that the planet gets harmed. He said, I love your lipstick. Is it cruelty free? I said, what do you think? Not sarcastically. Animal testing, such a serious cause, you know. I used to do TNR for paws. Oh, we gotta protect the flora and fauna, cause I'm all about loving mama. Loving mama. Loving mama. Then a voice overhead said, Ten minutes closed. He looked at me gently. I looked at my toes. He said, I am a forward kind of guy. And I can see underneath all that shy. A person so fierce when it comes to others. I think we'd be great as friends and lovers. But I gotta go to the frozen section and get some blueberries for my breakfast confection. Meet me at the checkout if you're gonna. Be all about loving mama, loving mama, loving mama. Well, I gathered up all my veggies and fruit, feeling anxious and dizzy, slightly astute. This guy seemed to know all the right lines. He was funny and smart, and his looks were divine. Thought of how he first spoke to me, but then I imagined how fun it would be cooking dinner and watching earthlings in bed with that lizard and dog and the cats by our head. Oh, we said he didn't smoke marijuana, cause he's all about loving mama, loving mama, loving mama. I wheeled my car to the checkout lane. I looked at the window and it was starting to rain. And I didn't see him anywhere about. So I sighed and let the cashier check me out. I walked alone through the parking lot. I heard someone behind me say, Hey, thanks a lot. I turned round to see him with an old lady loading her trunk saying, you're welcome, Sadie. Then he waved at me looking like the Dalai Lama, acting just like he was loving his mama, loving his mama, loving his
So, folks, I hope you love that song as much as I did. It's called Loving Your Mama, a vegan love story by Robin Lee Garber, and her website is robinleegarbermusic.com. She's got two CDs that she's released, but that song, as with several others that we've been sharing today, these songs have been recorded over the past few months in her apartment where she's socially distancing, as a wise woman working in the medical setting surely would do. You know, Robin Lee, I actually could very easily sit with you multiple days in a row and just talk with you, but I want to get in a couple more songs before the end of the broadcast. Even with all the bonus excerpts, we are certainly going to post on the northernspiritradio.org website in order to fit this interview into our broadcast. So what can we share next for Song of the Soul? Well, I think we haven't played Have Your Say. Tell us about the song. Well, that song was inspired by watching the kids from Parkland High School in Florida after the school shooting. I was so mesmerized and amazed at how articulate those kids were and how well they had organized. And that by the end of the week, they were going to D.C. to basically speak their minds. I thought to myself, I want to see more young people like that out there. You know, regardless of your political leanings, I want to see kids step away from their iPhones and their social media and live in the world and have opinions about things. And it's something that I've observed as a therapist where kids don't necessarily get involved or interested in politics. It's something that adults do and, you know, but I really was amazed that these kids saw that legislation mattered to them suddenly because they wanted the guns out of their school. And I thought, yes, this is how it starts. You know, this is how you become conscious and and alert and a concerned citizen of the planet. Again, it's not meant to be a political song, but it's meant to be more of you're a young person. And just because you're young doesn't mean that your opinion doesn't count. And I wrote that song as an anthem. I wrote it in the style of millennial songwriting. If you look up online, there's something called the millennial Yelp. Have you ever heard that term before? No, I haven't. Okay, no, I'm going to teach you. It's about you. time that I learned. Go ahead, teach me. Okay, when you play this song, when you listen to the song, there's a, an interval that happens in a lot of the young people's music these days. And it's actually been, the term is coined, the millennial Yelp. And it's like this sort of like, Ah, 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 ah. And you hear that through pop singers like Pink and Katy Perry, Demi Lovato. There's this sort of, and it's very anthemic. This, I don't know if Katy Perry or Pink want to steal my song and sing it. I personally think this song was better than what Pink came up with for the situation. She wrote the song, What About Us? I'm like, no, have your say. And I played this for audiences where, you know, they sing along with the chorus. Have Your Say is just about, you know, hey, young person, say what you got to say, be awake, you're smart, don't be afraid, you can be vulnerable, but it's okay, do this thing, you'll, you'll feel better. Don't let the older people boss you around so much, open up your mouth, you count. That's a message straight from Robin Lee Garber, website robinleegarbermusic.com. Here is Have Your Say.
back up against the wall It's time to decide what you think If you don't, they're gonna steal it away You've been waiting, going crazy Making all the right moves in the brightest of ways Just for once, just this once You will finally get to have your say have you say of inspiration comes from Robin Lee Garber website robinleegarbermusic.com have your say which she wrote after the mass shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland Florida and that incredible group of students who spoke so passionately so powerfully so eloquently I particularly recall Emma Gonzalez's speech where she held the silence for the length of the shooting spree, about six minutes, with tears running down her face in front of that crowd. That was the moment where I felt, oh my God, there is such power there. And I'm so thankful that you captured the encouragement of and support for that witness in your song, Have Your Say. Thank you for recognizing a true gift for our society. I think that healing happens that way. 
I'm going to turn us right around and finish the final song for your Song of the Soul. There's going to be bonus excerpts from this interview that we can't fit in the broadcast of only 55 minutes. So look for bonus excerpts on the northernspiritradio.org website. The final song, Robin Lee, is... These Foolish Things. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's the right term for all of this stuff. I mean, so much of what you do and sing about is not foolish at all. It is extremely world-healing and consciousness-raising. I would say that the song, These Foolish Things, clearly attracts you, but why is that? Well, it's one of my dad's favorite songs. And um, before I listened to any other kind of music, I grew up listening to Frank Sinatra and jazz standards. That's what my parents enjoyed, and that's what was played in our house in Philadelphia. It wasn't until I was probably around nine or ten, my brother went away to college and came back with records and said, look, there's other music out there. When people have listened to this album, I think they're really astonished how well I just assimilate to that sound. It's really something that I feel in my heart quite naturally. And the title, These Foolish Things, the the lyrics of the song, they're not foolish things at all. It's a very wistful kind of song, the lyrics. And I tell people this when they sing a jazz standard, Frank Sinatra would say, you know, read the lyrics first. What is this song about? Why are you doing this song? My dad was a very nostalgic kind of guy. I think he loved all the things that were listed is like a list song because in the story, the person's just listing all these things. And I think my dad liked everything that was in the, a tinkling piano in the next apartment, those stumbling words that told you what my heart meant, a fairgrounds, painted swings. These foolish things remind me of you. They're not foolish at all. The person is almost chastising themselves to a certain degree that, you know, they, they can't stop thinking, oh, how the ghost of you clings. These foolish things remind me of you. So, um, yeah, I like that song a lot, too. And my dad, who just passed last summer, it was a big deal to sing that song for him. So I have a video of my parents listening to the tracks in the living room. And it was a big deal for me to do this record <laughs> When I told my parents I was going to do a jazz standard record, it was like a scene from a, a Woody Allen movie where I'm like the kids sitting in the back seat, and then in front of me, like my mom is over here and my dad is like over here. We're riding home from the airport. They're picking me up. And I'm like, so, you know, riding in the back seat. So I'm thinking about doing another record. I'm going to do a jazz standard album. And it was like one of these things where, you know, my mother is sitting there like the back of her head. And she turns around and she's like, really? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And she said, well, do me a favor. You need to sing what songs you're going to sing for me. It's not to be critical or anything, but I'm going to be very critical of your voice. I want you to sound good. So, and my father, you know, he didn't turn his head around, but his head was like nodding back and forth in agreement. So when I finally played the mixes for them, I had them, I was like videotaping and my dad was very sick at the time, but the look of contemplation and joy of having my parents hear the record was priceless. And um, I have that on video 
especially this song. My dad was moving his feet and I got a video like, and they had no idea that I was like shooting this video of them. But then I kept watching his feet. So I panned very slowly during the bridge where it was just instrumental. And you saw his feet and socks going up and down. It was like the cutest thing. And then when I sang Begin the Begin, which we're not going to listen to here, my mother started crying. She was like, this is incredible, you know. So, um, yeah, a lot of love went into this that album. And um, I really feel like I did my dad. I feel, I feel like I did my parents proud with that one, their, their response. You know, I did the record for my dad so that he had, during his last year of life, that he had me to listen to singing the songs that he loved. And... Um, I tell people like if there's if there's a one record that you should do that you want to really connect with you know a parent or whatever do that do that record there's something so healing about doing something like that so connecting so anyway that's all I want to say there's so much to say and so much worth saying and I'm thankful for all that you've shared today Robin Lee We're going to finish Robin Lee Garber's Song of the Soul with one from the collection that is called Somewhere There's Music from Robin Lee's Jazz Blues Torch Song Collection. Torch Folk. Torch Folk, (laughs) yes. I'm a torch folk singer. Yes, so even though I came upon you, Robin Lee, mainly because of the folk music kind of connection that you have, It's also clear that your classic torch music versions speak strongly and beautifully. And this final song is such a great way to cap it off with the song that you sang, I guess, as you sang your father out of this world with this song. It's so wonderful to have given him that gift. I actually did something like that. I wrote a song for my dad the day before he died and then my wife and I drove down to where he was and and I sang it for him on his deathbed it's one of the last conscious memories he had so I understand the power of singing at the end of your parents life song is such a powerful connector and you connect so powerfully through your music I'm grateful for the work that you do, for your work as a clinical art therapist, through which you're bringing not just objects to the world, but I think love made physical into the world. Thanks for doing that and for joining me here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun to interview, and I liked your questions a lot. Well, I now officially love you and your music, and so please go for it and give it to the world and bless us all with it. And here we are, the final song, These Foolish Things, not written by but performed by Robin Lee Garber. It's from her Somewhere There's Music CD, one of the two CDs that she's released, and there's a lot more music coming. Look for that, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Here is These Foolish Things. A cigarette that bears A lipstick traces An airline ticket To exotic places And still my heart has a wings These foolish things Remind me of you Tinkling piano in the next apartment Those stumbling words that told you what my heart meant A fairgrounds painted swings These foolish things 
Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.